Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. You are tuned into Break Fast with Tiffany Favorite. My first guest ever on the show is Mr. Terrence, Dr. Terrence Favorite. He is. He has a doctorate in theology. He is a licensed Christian therapist. Oh, he has so many titles. He's a master barber, but he's uh, about to be an instructor. And um, he's a business owner. He's my husband. He's a father, a brother, a friend. He's so many things. He he wears a lot of hats. And um, I just wanted him to come on so we can talk about love, life, and real relationships. And when I say love, life, that could be love, comma, life, and real relationships, or it could be love, life, and real relationships. So that's what we're going to talk about, marriage and, um, you know, if you're dating and just giving advice about it and just talking about how we keep our marriage together. Um, We were talking today and I thought we was together, what, 10 years, I said, but it's been longer than that. We dated for three years, and then we got married in 2013. And so it's what, nine years? It'll be nine years this year? You got to talk loud, babe, so the people can hear you. Eight and a half years. Ah, And how you feel about that, being married to me for eight and a half years? Well, it's a blessing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a blessing to be married to you, too. Great. You got to be yourself. That's what you got to be. Some great. Has it been, though? Is it always? Can you say that it's always been great in our marriage? Yeah, even when we uh, have heated fellowship. <laughs> That's what you call it? Yeah, <laughs> That's what we call it. What I've learned now, even, even during a heated fellowship, it's, it's, it's growth. Like, you grow from pain. Okay. I mean, it's just like when a woman gives birth to a child. I mean, look what comes out at the end. Mm. A blessing in disguise, right? Just like mm-hmm. that. And yeah. you know what I know about labor? Like, you be going through labor. I'm talking about your body feel like it's cracking in half and all of that. You scream and get it out of me, Lord Jesus, please. But then as soon as you release the baby, you don't have no more pain. It's like you have a... A relief or whatever. I mean, just like one of the words we heard as far as uh, being pregnant, mm-hmm. but being pregnant with a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, you go through pain. I mean, it's a, it's a process, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing with marriage. I mean, it's, it's painful, it's hurtful at times. You can have a little crying, and you know, be upset. So, I mean, it, it's growth from that. Yeah, you just have most, to learn from it. The most important. Part, just like we told our son before he got married. I mean, he has to uh, be able to go through with things. Mm-hmm. And and that's what used to be my greatest downfalls when, from my previous marriages. So, we, yeah, we're going to get into that. Now, um, I think that's why you have so many people getting divorced or marriages don't work out. Some people still married, but not together. Because I believe that we get married for the wrong reasons. 
Like my first marriage, I got married for the wrong reasons. I think that how our relationship works out now is because you have two people that were mature, that learned from their previous marriages how what not to do right. and everything. And I think that um, our marriage it withstands a lot because of our relationship with God. Yeah. And I know that in our previous marriages, we didn't do that. I mean, I went to church, but like as far as like having God first, depending upon the word, studying the word and trying to live that word out, mm-hmm. that wasn't something I was doing. Right. And a lot of times people go in marriages thinking, well, hey, if it don't work out, it'll just be over. Like, I know that's how I was thinking. You just get married. It's just like a title. We married and then just go on living like they was living before that. Right. But marriage is more than right. just then, being married. And mm-hmm. just so you don't feel I'm, guilty about having sex right. outside of marriage. You know, it's way you more know. Than that. Yeah, because you could still be in sin after you've married that person. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I, like my first marriage, I did that. I used to feel so bad about not being married to this person and being with them for years and having kids out of wedlock. Or, Living like we're uh, we're married, mm-hmm. but then we ended up getting the title, and right. I was like, you know, had advice from the wrong people saying, hey, "Well, y'all might as well get married. You got two kids for them and stuff like that." Right. But I'm I'm already going through all kind of abusive uh, things going on in the relationship, and you know, we just you know we look past all that stuff and, and just to, for the sake of saying we're married. So you could feel better or thinking that that looks, you know, God can bless that, you know. But if it's not of God, it won't be blessed. So when you, what does marriage mean to you? Marriage means to me now is like, it's like giving yourself up. Mm -hmm. It's more sacrifice than anything. So marriage is sacrifice. Yeah, it's like you just, you sharing everything now, Mm -hmm. you know. And the things that you used to do that that you paid more attention to yourself, now you got to share that with another person. And so that used to be like the one of the hardest things. Like I, I used to separate that. Like I could still, do, I still did me, plus call myself, it, it was like I was putting on a hat, taking off a hat, putting on a hat like that. Mm. You know, like I'll come from work and you're still working or, or you play with the kids when you want to play with the kids or, Okay, now it's your turn and give you time and blah, 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 and then go straight to just doing what I want to do afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right? And it, it don't work like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you married all day. Yeah. You're a father all day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to know when to, you got to juggle those things around. Yeah, you gonna might drop the ball here and there, but you just got to shuffle those things around. And we know right that way. God honors marriage. Right. So we're in God. We are we are of God. Just like the word tells us that we're made in his image and in his likeness. So if he honors marriage, that's something we're supposed to do. Honor marriage, you know. Um, and it, within marriage, you have all those different things. Yeah. You do wear different hats. Mm-hmm. But you can't. And this is me saying it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like you can't just... Um, be a husband, pay the bills, take care of your family, but never spend time building your relationship. Right. Even after you get married, you still got to build your relationship, you know. Well, that is part of marriage. I mean, it wouldn't be considered a marriage if you don't go through conflict. 
if you if you don't if you don't struggle or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, that's the I, for now. That is the best part of marriage. You know, I, I have no problem uh, having confrontation. I mean, that's growth on the other side of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's great. I mean, that's that's the most important part to me. The, the, the thing that I used to fear the most mm-hmm. is the thing that's the most important thing in, in the marriage. And I tell people that all the time. Uh, when, when I came up with this title, Love Life, or love, comma, life and real relationships. You could say it either way, love, life. When you think about your love life and your marriage, um, you can't, I wrote this down, We can't, you can't love somebody where you want them to be or you got to love the person where they are. Right. Yes. Um, like you can't change them. No, what you want and you shouldn't. You shouldn't want when you get married or when you get in a relationship. It is something about that person that attracted you to them. Mm-hmm. So when you get married, you shouldn't want to change that person. Right, we, we tend to want to be God. Right, or, or, or why would you want to change something that you was attracted to? Exactly. But 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 a lot of times we go in there with that mindset. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm the husband, so you got to do what I say. I don't like this. I don't like that. Or, I think it comes from a lot of just being around culture, and I'm and I'm gonna use my my um, mind for example as far as uh, where I grew up and who I grew up around. I mean, growing up, I I, I grew up with my grandfather, the only one that was married during the time, mm-hmm. and my uncle um, Buster. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I didn't see those interactions as far as the loving relationship. Until I went to my cousin's house, mm-hmm. I noticed the difference, which was Jeremy now, Jeremy and my um, my aunt. Mm-hmm. So Jane. tell me what you saw with your your pan, with your with your grandfather and your uncle, and versus well, what you saw with your my cousins. Uncle, my uncle, he he spent a lot of time in the streets. My grandfather did the same thing, so I could see the pattern there. And so as you thought that that was he, okay. I thought that was how it, it was it's supposed to be. Okay. Right? So when I went to my, my cousin's house, I mean, I didn't see him. Like, he was around the house all the time, spending a lot of time in the yard and, you know, and spending a lot of time with his wife. They go take rides, and they did a lot of vacations and stuff like that. And I always said, man, I just, that's what I want right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see that from my grandfather. I didn't see him take my grandmother nowhere. I didn't see him go to church with my grandmother. I didn't see my uncle do that, and I've and I seen that pattern. I'm like, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I started to draw to what my aunt and them had. Okay. And I, I adopted that. So I used to see, like, when they used to have confrontation, they never... You never knew it. Are you right? Are blast you each see, other. Yeah, you know what disrespect I'm saying? each other. Like they, they, or see they, them change. They came. They sat. They they talked. They they put things in like okay, okay, and they went on. Mm-hmm. Even you know, if I was there or if my cousin was there, it it didn't matter. It was the same way. So you saw that relationship. You <clears> admired <throat> it. But when you got married, you didn't you didn't have it that seemed, type of relationship. It seemed like where I come from. Mm-hmm. That came out of me from where I, from what I was. What around. do you mean? When I say it what came you out what of you me, grew around, what meaning, you grew up around, yeah, 
that's how you behave. I behave that way. But but then you still was desiring to have a type of relationship with you saw exactly. with your cousin. Exactly. His family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? We be thinking that we can have that just by, like, we get in a relationship and we just make it where we want to make it. But what I have noticed is you're not going to have what they had. Because they had God first, and you, you know and what I'm that, saying? And that you was can't. the difference. Mm-hmm. And that's what make a relationship that's what the better. He was grounded in church. Mm-hmm. He did those things. Now, I went to church, but as far as, like, being grounded in church, being nurtured, being shown and taught the word, I mean, I didn't have that. So, I, I mean, I just went on just having <clears throat> bits and pieces of what marriage really was. Mm-hmm. But I ended up getting married at the age of 19, almost 20. You got married, your first marriage, you was 19. Yeah, my first Why marriage. did you get married at 19? I, I what really, was the reason why you got married? I don't think I had a reason. I mean, I just was going with the flow. What you I mean? mean? Yeah, just going with the flow. I mean, my first wife, she proposed to me. Oh. You know? mm, y'all hear this tea? There's some good <laughs> stuff right here, boy. Yeah, my first wife, she proposed to me. Mm. She just said she proposed to you? Mm-hmm. Like, actually? Actually, man. Gave you a ring yeah, and all that? Well, pay that? Mm. I guess traditionally that would be, like, backwards, huh? Because yeah. we're so used to, okay. But so, okay. When I look at that, that, in a sense, is okay. But, but in all reality... It like it sets the tone for the whole relationship. If she already was the one, this was her idea, or she took on the role of asking you, right. it just seems like the man is yeah, like it seemed out of order. Yeah. It just seemed like you you telling this man to marry you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and see, to me, that's mm-hmm, I don't know. The and Bible see, says, like for, I said, I didn't have no structure as far right. as far as that. Like I didn't have that that man to 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 gird me. Mm-hmm. In the right way, but you know how the word says, "Husbands love, love your God. wives as I love the church, as Christ right. loves the church." That's but right. we don't think like that no. because the husband has to be first. He's first. Right. Well, he's the leader in the family. You guys are, you know, on the same level, but you're the leader. Like in our family, we on the same level, but at the end of the day, you're the leader, and I have to respect you as my leader, as my covering. As the person who's going to direct me and guide me. But if I, if we started off where here I am, the woman telling you what to do and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. to me, that's just not, that's out of order. Mm-hmm. Out of order. And then the Bible also says for us to respect y'all. Y'all got so much, the men have so much on their plate to do, so much on your shoulders. We as your wives are supposed to be your help me. Right. But a lot of times women... Um, they have they have to in some relationships. Well, I ain't gonna say they have to, but that's how it ends up being. Relationships, I think, is more like it's a it's a power thing. Mm-hmm. And when I say power thing, money, money, money draws the line in most relationships as far as that control. are out of order. Yeah, you as mean? far as okay, control. Say like that. If I'm the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to say what I want to say or do what I want to do. No, that's not how I go. Whether you was the breadwinner or I'm the breadwinner, I'm still the head of the household. Right. No matter what. Mm-hmm. Because it's all about respect at the end of the day. Exactly. Now, when you um, when you get married... Okay, wait a minute. Because I know the listener's probably saying, wait a minute, he was married at 19? So how long did you stay married? Uh, basically about two years. 
Two years. Y'all was together for two years. Two years. How long did you date before you get you got married? Like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so you being 19, she asked you to marry her. You guys get married. What happens? How long y'all stay married? Right at two years. It was like all, all What was the reason right why at, y'all weren't, y'all didn't we stay just, married? We just never was on the same page as far as, uh, there's a lot of things that she was dealing with personally, you know, as far as what happened to her and growing up like or something. Growing up, mm-hmm. you know, having been um, raped and all that type of yeah. stuff. So, you know, that's something that I, I wasn't told in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like when I when I look at what happened in the first marriage, as far as where I'm at now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and being in relationships for a long period of time. It's a learning aspect because I, I tend to find out that, you know, we don't tell people up front, like, everything that we went through. Right. You see what you I'm know, saying? It's I, like it just sneak up on you after you don't live with a person for a certain period because, of time. You know what? But you know why I believe that? Mm-hmm. It, it's just part of our culture. We don't be want to tell each other nothing, and yeah. then later on we'll find out. It's like When I think that we should yeah. lay everything out on the table in the beginning. And, and I don't think... But at the time, I mean, y'all was very young. You don't young. be thinking about that. It's like you just want to give that person that first impression. Mm-hmm. And you want to continue. Like they said, we go out and, and you're going to give me your best, right? When you come out that door, you done fixed your face, you done did your hair, you done did everything. You look at done, you. I want to look my right best. Mood, right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm on my way now. You don't got yourself all together. Mm-hmm. Probably done just finished fussing with the kids. Then before <laughs> you walk out the door, you like in the woo-side mode. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... You just give me the best part, but you're not telling me everything. That's good. You see? That's good. So, I, I mean, I think you should have a, a long list of questions to ask a person. You know, hard questions. You got to ask this in the beginning. That's true. But can I mm-hmm. tell you this? Um, Like with me and you, we talked a lot and yeah. found out a lot about each other. True. But, but um we were, because we was both growing in this word, in, in, in our relationship with God. And that kind of made it easy for us. But one thing that happens with people is they bring baggage to the relationship. A lot. You cover it up. Mm-hmm. You don't let people know certain things because you're afraid that, well, he liked me, she liked me, but if I tell them this, they ain't going like to no like me no more. And see, we don't want that because a lot of times... Uh, we go in relationship with the, we go into relationships based on the wrong reason. When I say that, sometimes we want to be in a relationship to get our mind off of what we just come out of, or, or get what you didn't get out. Mm-hmm, of the last mm-hmm. Instead of here it is, mm-hmm. healing first. Right, right. Don't date anybody. Get yourself right with God have that relationship with him first so that he can you know you can empty yourself out you know and then have God you know have that the 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 right things poured into you so you can be prepared for whoever God brings your way see we don't be prepared right. and before you go any further like when you 
you say about healing. We we do come out of relationships wounded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think counseling would be a, a, a great aspect when you come out of a relationship to go to, to get that healing instead of having friends who know you to, try, you know, go to them and ask, girl, what should I do? Oh, boy, you know, Mm-mm. blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. No. Like I said in the podcast before this, mm-hmm. I said you need to be in a faith-based church and I'm a, I'm a, a, a word-based church and I'm going to always stress that. Uh, and we're going to get to what, what every episode is going to be about break fast, about breaking away yeah. from those things that have caused us to make the wrong decisions, be in the wrong relationships. But see, what a one thing that we have to do, if you have been hurt in a relationship, you should not be uh, bringing that baggage to another relationship. That's unfair. It's unfair for us to keep secrets. It's unfair for us to pack away the things that w- w- that hurt us, and then you get with like like you said, you was you got in a relationship, and and she didn't tell you anything. But I'm sure, on the other end of that, you didn't tell her anything either. You didn't tell her about how where you come from, uh, or how you didn't have anybody to um, teach you manly things, uh, or, or or what you did see. That's, you know, I'm sure, I don't know what all happened in your relationship that will cause you to break up. Let's, how did that, what happened there? And be honest. Just, just not being ready, prepared, not not having the right structure. Right, but what made you break up? We know now that you didn't have the right structure, but what happened that y'all decided this is not going to work? I, I'm going to be self, it's self-righteousness. And, and the reason I say self-righteousness because I was thinking about myself, my feelings, how I felt at the time. And so you didn't like the way things was going in your marriage? I didn't like the way things were going or, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I couldn't fix it, it, it and it didn't work, I'm packing my bags and I'm running. So you packed so your bags packed and you left that bag, relationship? I left that relationship, went into another relationship. Mm-hmm. Practically with the same mindset, thinking that I'm doing right, you know, giving giving them everything of me as far as what I really wanted out of a relationship, like telling them what to do or and expecting that. Hmm? And if what do you mean? If they you don't, gotta give examples, if, if, so people don't know I what say, you're talking about. When I say telling them what to do, meaning like if they don't do something, like if they don't clean something a certain way, or if they don't fold something a certain way like that. If I don't get those those type of treatment, I feel like that's that's less than a woman or or what she's supposed to do or something like and that. And here so we that, go again. That cause more conflict. But here we go mm-hmm. again. Y'all didn't tell each other those we things because them. when you first get in a relationship with somebody, all you want them to do is see how you all fly and and, and uh, you want to remind them of the reasons why they're with you. And, and, and the majority of it is always physical. The attraction is always physical. It's never you 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 trying to learn each other mentally or you pouring out what's, what, you know, here's some things that happened to me in the past and I don't want to bring that baggage. When we go into a relationship, we pack our bags from the last relationship and bring all that baggage with us to the knocking on the other person's door and and carrying old bags. Yeah, bring 
you know. Uh huh. And then you find yourself putting on a front in front of everybody, but in the in, in the privacy of your relationship, it's it's really not a relationship. Yeah. It's not real. And you feel like if you buy something or give a person something. That they're gonna change. Mm-hmm. Or oh, that's gonna, that, yeah. That Make them into what you want them to be. That's not fair to you or the person. Right. And the second relationship, we dated for almost eight years before marriage. We don't say dating. Dating is you go to your house and they go to theirs. Y'all was in a relationship. You was shacking up. You was you was you was doing everything a married person does. You just wasn't married. Just wasn't married. Mm-hmm. And so that there it is, a second relationship where God is not first. Not first. In your life. life. In my life. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you don't meet somebody and then both of y'all say, okay, well, we're going to be together and we're going to put God first. No, you should be coming to that relationship already as a satisfied single believer. When I say satisfied in your singleness, I, a lot of times when I go live on Facebook, I always say that you got to be satisfied in your singleness before you uh, become a, a, a married person or or get in a relationship. And so, well, once you give yourself to God, you're married. But you're not complete. Listen, but I'm saying you're not complete in your singleness, and you come into somebody else who's not complete. Y'all can't complete each other. Y'all can't. Your marriage is not going to work. Your relationship is not going to work. Your relationship is not going to work if God is not first and if you guys are not complete in God. You understand what I'm saying? And so that's where when your relationship ended, because here once again, remember you said, Things didn't work out. You packed your things and left, right? right? That's the same thing you ended up doing in your in your next relationship. Right. Every time it didn't work out, what you did? Packed up and left. And so, what does that say about, to me, I, I would say you don't love somebody if it's if you could pack your things and leave. But that's not necessarily true. True. You don't love them the way they're supposed that you're supposed to be loving them. Because if we go back to the word, the Bible says, husband, love your wives as I love the church. He never left us. He, he God said, I'll never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. So he don't pack his things and leave us. So we already know that that's not God. So then in in your relationship ending, your second marriage ending, that's where God came in, right? Mm-hmm. What made you decide to start seeking him? Well, it was a near-death experience. Go and, ahead and that. What you mean a near-death experience? What happened? Meaning I was I was coming home one day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working in, in Downsville during the time, coming from the plant, working um, ship work. Mm-hmm. And it was on nights one night. It was right after, no, it was before this. So this happened before that. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, real tired or whatever, so I was on my way home and coming through um, Downsonville. I veered off the road to the left, all the way into the other lane, to the shoulder. You were sleeping? Had them dozed off. My God. That's how tired I was, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I, when I opened my eyes, I seen myself go over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, I just had, didn't have no control, and I straightened back up. And after that, I don't remember nothing. All I know when I woke up that next day, not next day, 
when I woke up, mm-hmm. I was bagged up in my yard, car running, and I'm sleeping in the car. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank God that nothing happened to you, you know. God had you covered because he knew that the day would come when you would put him first and you was, you know, you would live for him. So he knew that that was coming. He knew that your relationship with him would get um, stronger and would be right. right. And I thank God that nothing happened to you because um, how many people you know that be working like that and end up passing away, end up getting killed. So many, you know, so many people that we know. And right where I was, I mean, you, you pass by that, it's, we call it Tippy Swamp, mm-hmm. one in between, down somewhere in between the two trees, right? Mm-hmm. And that's all you see on the side of the road. A lot of Crosses. accidents and stuff. Crosses. And so, um, okay, and so that, that led you to start? Start seeking, um, seeking Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, my son's sixth birthday, mm-hmm. um, I gave him a party. And um, I had to go to work that Monday night. The party was that Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I spent all day, you know, out there enjoying this party and stuff like that. And the next day, I, you know, getting ready to go to work. Got ready to go to work, went to work. And it was my turn to work on the river. Mm-hmm. But before I got to that, I was already planning to, you know, taking my bus driver test, you know, planning to change jobs, change jobs, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to do it head first, like Mm -hmm. one foot in and one foot out. That's how I was going to be until I get my business established. That was my thinking. So, oh, you was going to keep your, your, your full-time job and and do the the barber, do the bus driving. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so then what happened? Got on, got on that, um, out there on the barge that night, got everything prepared, laid out. Got on. I was working the top. My um, the other coworker was working the bottom. We, we was in our first move, so soon we got the first move done. Got the arm up in there and started. It take about an hour and a half. So I then sat back and got relaxed and waiting on the first move. Once everything got going, I just laid back. I'm going to talk about... Wait, people good. don't know what you're talking about, no first move. What are you talking about? Something that you did on the job? Yes. And you and, had to move... And, and when I say first move, I'm talking about uh, urea. Urea shooting into the barge. Mm-hmm. And it take about an hour and 30 minutes to fill. Okay, is that some type of chemical or something? It's, it's fertilizer. Okay. And um, I sat back and got relaxed and went to the deepest sleep of my life. Mm, 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 mm. I'm talking about, <laughs> you thought I had never slept that day or something. Mm-hmm. But um, when I woke up, I looked down, I'm like, oh, wow. I'm fired. <laughs> Why? Because of whatever you had to do? Yeah. Yeah, put too much on there? Yeah, filled up. The belt was steady running. It was steady dumping on the belt. So what was the other person doing? Your count, your um, co-worker? Oh, wow. (laughs) We both fell asleep. Mm -hmm. And so so you you didn't know that you was going to lose your job. Uh, God knew it, but you didn't know that you you had... You know what you you just uh, reminded me of? We can have our plan. Mm -hmm. How things gonna work yeah. out? 
how things gonna um you know how we're yeah. gonna we're gonna have this plan we're gonna do this and then you know what we always do and then i'm gonna start once i get my business where i want it or right. once i'm making all this money then me and my family we're gonna start going to church mm-hmm. and we're gonna we do all oh oh sometimes we think well let me go on to church because God been so good to me. I think I'm going to pass him a little time and give him a little time, a couple mm-hmm. of hours. Might even put a couple of dollars in the, in the collection plate. You know, we so out of order. We so, you know, we don't know. We think we know, but we really don't know. And so I think sometimes God just be sitting on the throne, just shaking his head and smiling, saying, boy, <laughs> that one right there, I don't know what I'm about to do with his life according to what you just said. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 29 11. 11. And so... Uh, you know, all those things happen, and then you find yourself vulnerable, I think, or open. Yeah. And, and you you know, regardless to wherever you are or whatever you've been taught, there's always something that leads us back to Christ. Yeah. And it's a choice, though. Just like when we were, uh, we enjoyed Keon uh, Henderson, since we are out here in Houston, we're taping the show from Houston and, um, you know, enjoying my birthday weekend. I thank you for bringing me out here and just spending time with me because that's something we didn't do. But we're now we're starting to do in our marriages, uh, value each other as far as time, spending time and everything. But like he said, you know, God is a gentleman, so he's not going to push himself on you. He give you your free, he give us free will. And so in having that free will, something drew you to Christ, which he already was waiting for you. And he knew the day and the time would come. But see, you needed that. You needed to put God first. And all of those things had to happen in order for us to be where we are as far as our relationship is concerned. Because if you did not do that, we would probably not be together. Or we wouldn't, we may have never met. Yeah, never met. Mm Mm-hmm. Because a lot of things happened with me while those things was going on with you. Right. If I wouldn't have never been led to be in that shop, I would be still. Mm-hmm. We never would have saw each other. <laughs> Even though right. we saw each other before, we yeah. never paid attention. To, well, I paid attention to you, but you wouldn't pay attention to me. <laughs> and so I always said, man, I could never find nobody. I wish I could find somebody like that. Because I saw you afar off. I would see you and be like, man, he's so dedicated. Why I can't? have somebody like that and uh you know I just always thought it was gonna be me and my girls and my mama living together and then you know it's nothing but God that allowed us to our paths to cross and it happened at a time when we both was trying to get ourselves right in Christ trying to learn who he is and 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 it's easy to say uh, I'm, be, I'm reminded of the scripture that God said, you know, those who hunger and thirst after him, that you shall be filled. Yeah. And so we was both hungering and thirsting for to be in a good relationship or to be happy. But see, we, you know, outside of God, we don't know what happiness is. Outside of God, we don't know what we're supposed to be looking for. We're looking for one thing, but that's not what we, you know, we need to be looking for. Mm-hmm. And so we both found God. And then when I came into your life, I think... I know, I know I'm your help meet. So I see where your relationship with God got deep. Yeah. Right? And so when we talk about love, life, and relationship, in a marriage, once you get married, you can't stop um, living. Say that. And you can't stop loving. 
And if you want your relationship to be real and you want your relationship to last, it's going to take what? Some dying to ourself. You said it, uh, sacrifice. How you yeah, said that? Sacrifice. What you said about marriage is what? Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And when you sacrifice something, that means something has to die. Stop doing the things that you used to do to satisfy yourself. You got to put that on the side. Put that on the side and sacrifice that. You know, like, just say like a guy who likes to play video games. Mm-hmm. And I seen that with my son when he left it at the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, man, look at this boy here. I left his game at the house. And I got married. Oh, you talking about Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he, he sacrificed that. Because mm-hmm, that's all he liked was playing his video did. games. I mean, on the phone with his friends mm-hmm, all the time. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, five times. Mm-hmm. For a woman. You, and, and, and guess what? It took some things happening in his life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for him to get himself right. where he should be with God, God began to call him. And, you know, because let, let, let's, let me uh, ask you this. When it comes to men and they're making all that good money in the plants and stuff like that or whatever they're doing for a living, mm-hmm. you you'll be, you know, you might go to church, but sometimes when a person is making a lot of money and all that, they don't even be thinking about God or putting God first. It's like a lot of times we don't start coming to God until everything starts breaking down and we lose everything. I talk to a lot of guys in my shop and I ask them that same question and the thing that I tell them is that when you work in a plant you are distracted from a lot of things Mm -hmm. you are distracted from raising your kids you are distracted from spending time with your wife you are distracted from 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 going to church you know undergirding yourself and stuff in Christ so when you work hard in the plant like that right and and, you know working this shift work I mean all you want to do is come home and go to sleep Mm-hmm. Especially when you work at nights. But you could, it's, so I mean, you could drawn, balance those things, huh? Oh, it's hard to balance that. It's hard. It's working, working shift work is mm-hmm. hard. And 90% of the men that I, I deal with, a lot of them don't work straight days. Mm-hmm. A lot of them work shift, shift work. work. So, and, and you do have some people that try to um, get with their wives and be like, okay, well, I'm going to be yeah. off this time. We can spend time. Or it's up to the wife in that, in that sense to uh, try to keep the family together. Or the wife is doing everything with the kids. Or or then it causes a lot of infidelity too. Like if she's not getting what she wants. You know, Which is time, because you can have a lot of... She could you go can get her nails done yeah, and all yeah. this stuff here and cars. Mm-hmm. And you can I have mean, all that, that. That's not buying. That's just something right. for that moment. Right. Then the next day, you're looking for something else. So, I mean, no, you can't replace money with that. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. So, but I just think of being being grounded in Christ is the most important yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that would that would save me. Mm-hmm. And that was the most important thing in my life, and, and that's what I try to lead people to. You know, get yourself right with Him, and everything else gonna follow. You know. Right. That's good. So, so also I know that I could say this about you. Your your relationship with, with Christ, the way you are, your life is right now, that it, it's easy for you to love me. Yeah. And it's easy for you to live a life according to the way God want us to live. And for your, it's easy for your relationship to be where it is and be strong. And even not just your relationship with me, but with your kids, with your, um, clients. your clients, 
um, you're the assistant deacon at church and right. the assistant head deacon. And so with your with your church or whatever, like if if you're in church and they ask you if they ask you to do whatever, you're just gonna do it because that's just you living in such a peaceful way in your life. You know what I'm saying? With God first, everything else just falls in place. Yeah. Now, what I want to also talk about, um, even though we live this life where, you know, we live in a grace life, we're happy, everything is peaceful. There are times when it's really hard. Mm-hmm. What's your advice to a man who is in a relationship that no matter what he does, it seems like he just can't please his wife? What's your advice to that person? Or what do you think is going on in relationships where the man is doing everything he can do, working hard, providing, but he's still not happy. And then, you know, a lot of people find themselves seeking happiness with, uh, you know, sneaking around and seeking sneak, seeking happiness with someone. Somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, and this what I learned, and I think I... I I had discussed this with you once before, and it's the golden rule, and it's to serve, mm-hmm. you know, and in order for for you to know what I like or how I like things, I have to show you that from my perspective, you know, so you could put that in your cup. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that that'll help you when it's time to serve me what I what I like. You'll have something to grab out that cup. Instead of just grabbing something out there that's not in there, because if you grab something that's not in there, then there's always going to be something negative. Mm-hmm. Something I kind of understand what you're saying, yeah. but uh, you know what? Both people have to want to please the, each other. Yeah, but it, it don't have to be a forceful type thing. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and being the man, you you know, you you teaching your wife how to treat you. And we as women have to learn how to treat our husbands, too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go back to, um, oh, Lord, I don't know how long we was married. About three or four years. Because it looked like everything started happening. Once we got married, it looked like oh, it yeah. looked like once you start living for God and then you get married, you don't want to live in sin or nothing like that. We, did, we, we didn't live together before we got married. Right. You know, we was trying to do what's right. right. And uh, we was slipping, messing around or whatever. But I'm saying, like, when we really got serious about our relationship and getting close to being married, yeah. we was doing what we were supposed to do to honor God and honor our relationship, right? right. But then, okay, we get married. As soon as we get married, six months later, six months later we lose the house that I had. <laughs> yeah. um, could, we could have kept the house, but for some strange reason, the mortgage company wouldn't. Yeah. Well, all the money you was making wouldn't let you put be on the, the uh, put your name on the mortgage. So, and I, and I know now that it was because all of that stuff was from my past relationship, and so that wasn't for me and you. So. Um, we lost that. God blessed us and graced us to uh, have a, a nice home to rent until we started. Um, we was getting ready to, I don't know what we was getting ready to do. Because we both was making, we had started making a lot of money. And before you know it, here come the flood. We're looking at that first three years of our relationship. Well, we was losing, 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 losing. And let's go back to when we left the other house. You know, we come from paying, I came from paying $500. 
I think your note was right at seven. About six or seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was good. But when I heard 14, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We never missed a beat, though. I don't know. And then, you know, that's when I started seeing God work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I didn't know He was preparing me for where we at today. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. See, God, when you pray for stuff, He prepared for you. And this is what I said in the dissertation, um, not the dissertation, I'm sorry, the uh, exhortation. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you pray for something, you got to go through something. He prepared you for that blessing. Mm-hmm. So that that's what he was preparing us. Like he was giving us little images mm-hmm. of, that's that of faith. what he was that's about that to give without us. without works yeah. is dead. Yeah. Yo, you got to work your faith. You know what I'm saying? We be wanting things. God going to bless us, but you're going to go through some things before yeah. you get it. I got to prepare you for what mm-hmm. I'm about to give you. And it's you. a testimony. Because if I could just threw you from that house to where we at now. Right. Oh, we wouldn't have made wouldn't, it. Wouldn't, we wouldn't have made it. But, but still, um, if we, the, the first home that we had, mm-hmm. if we were still there, I'm, I'm going to say this, and you can correct me if, if if you if I'm wrong, I don't think we we would have the relationships we have with God. I don't even think no. we'd be in because we be thinking we don't need God for them. We got this. Right. We got it all. Right. We got right. it going on. We could have all these cars, these homes. We could buy land. We could do this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. But outside because of God, we was looking at it from a monetary right. perspective. Right. And see, God said, "You don't need money, Tam." All you need is me. Amen. And you that's it. That's what and he said his word like, to seek him first. And, just and like everything right going to be added. With the decision I made as far as resigning from the bus. I mean, and, and when I when I told like a couple of my co-workers about what I was going to do, they were like, man, you need to make sure you hear from God. I said, <laughs> that's where I got it from. Mm-hmm. And, and he let me know right up top. It's not about the money. Yeah. You know, he said, I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just like my clients. I mean, I have people come in my shop all the time. I mean, Wonka calling and say they're not coming, and he'll come two more. Right. Just all, always on time. If you trust him, he'll provide. <laughs> he and so in that first, getting back to what I was saying about the first few years of our relationship, it was a struggle. Mm. And then when we was losing everything, now I know um, we had to come together. And so then we, we, we go from... We lost everything, and we had to move with my father. We stayed there a year, and then we decided, hey, we got to get us a place and whatever. So we were getting ready to uh, do this lease to purchase. We actually did, thought we was doing it, lease to purchase, and living in this house. And here you are taking care of everything, right? Right. And so I'm working, and I don't have to pay bills, and you taking care of me, and it's that's something I always wanted and I never had it before. So then I just take advantage of it. Yeah. I just spend money how I want to frivolously buy whatever I want, go out, spend, it's, I could spend almost 10 grand in a year. And yeah. then when and we I, needed it. Could I say this before you go there? Mm-hmm. Now, if I was in my previous marriages, that mindset, mm-hmm. I probably would have packed up and left. Wow. You see what wow. I'm saying? Yeah. Be- because of that. Yeah, because right. then this is what changed the whole. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I don't even know what to say. This changed the narrative in our relationship when you said I, I it was certain bills I was responsible for. Right. And I wasn't paying the bills. And then you had to pay them. And you said, You're not tired because I'm exhausted. 
you're sitting on the side of the bed, you say, you're not tired of the way you're doing things like this? Because I'm exhausted. And to me, when you said that, I looked at you and I was like, dang, uh-uh, wait a minute. That broke me because you said that. And here I am looking at you as you are a blessing to my life. I prayed for years for a man who would love me right and would treat me right, who would help me take care of my kids and, you know, and, 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 and we grow together. And here, a man who loved God, just everything that I wanted in a man you were. And now you sitting on the side of the bed saying, I'm tired. Like, you would do this to me. I'm doing everything for you. You can't help me. This is what you would do. And it started to change my ways. I stopped doing that. I fixed it where the money that I was making will go straight into, remember, we yeah. put it straight into the, your bank account so that whatever needed to be paid, you may have to go pay it, but you're not paying it all by yourself because yeah. I was contributing it. I was contributing. And then other things started happening in our lives. What was just drawing me closer. I really start studying the word out. I'm supposed to be your help me because even though you the head and you covering me, I have to help you. Because we in this together. You're able to take on things that you can take on. You're able to do certain things because you got a wife that you know got your back. Just like when you came and said, oh, I have something I need to talk to you about, even though you had started talking to other people about it. But you said, I got to talk to you about something. And I was like, okay. Uh, And you came and said, hey, I'm going to give up this, this other job. I'm still, you know, I'm going to just work the barber job all the time. I'm just do that. You know, we'll counsel or whatever but on on the side. But, like, this 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 barbering, my business is about to be just that. I'm not going to go do the bus driving thing no more. And so, in the, like, earlier part of our marriage, I would have been like, why? You don't need to do that. Don't do that. I wouldn't have, you know, but I know that I have to support your decision. And I'm like, well, what did you pray about it? What did God say about it? And you tell me that. Who, who am I to argue with what he said? If you saying that you trust in God in it, then I got to trust the God in you. And I got to just go along with it. And we haven't missed the beat. And so I, whoever is listening out there, I hope that they understand that that's love. When you, when you love somebody, you don't just look at a, a person just for what they can give you. You have to give them something too. And it's not tit for tat. Like you have so many some relationships, people don't even share. It's competitive. Hmm? Yeah, they're competing. And and another and another thing is when your spouse comes to you with a situation as far as like that, without what you just trying to explain. Try not to understand everything. Because that's what I used to do. What you mean try not to understand everything? Meaning you're trying to look for a, a a comfortable place, mm-hmm. you know, as far as me resigning and be like, okay, well, what if, what are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about Like, we were living off of that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. And, and we looking at it from a financial right. standpoint. Right, and, and as a human being, mm-hmm. yeah, those things cross my mind. Yeah. What are we going to do about this? Well, what if this happened? Mm-hmm. And what if that happened? Right. But I have to trust God. And he said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. I have to trust the God in you. If, if if you making this decision, I'm sure that you 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 know you weighed out the options. You put it, you know, you and God had a conversation. So I got to go along with that. And then you know what makes me feel better about the decision that you done made? 
I'm not going to, as your wife, I'm not about to bring no pressure to you. This, what we talking right now, y'all, this real relationship right here. In a real relationship, even though I might not like the decision that you made or it may be uncomfortable to me, I have to trust you. I have to love you. And I have to just trust God that this is this is the, the, the path that we're taking. And so here I am at church. Some things I may not discuss with you, I take it to the altar. Yeah. Or I'm listening to the word that, you know, each week, whatever whatever uh, we're learning on, is something God going to say to me through the yeah. messenger that's going to let me know this is, the, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You are doing the right thing. And it's so many times that I have sought God's word for, you know, acceptance and for look at this in the way that God want me to look at it in my relationship with you and he always give me an answer all the time always give me an answer I was recently when we went to visit uh your sister's church and went to the altar my god that lady said something's going on with your husband and you gonna have to trust him and if you trust him right now it's going to come a time in your life you'll never have to worry about a thing. You'll never have to want for anything. Well, all I can do is just shout, you know, within myself. <laughs> because, like, man, that's a God thing, right? And God, you got to do that. If you put God first in your relationship, whoever is out there listening, I'm telling you, put God first in your relationship, you ain't going to miss a beat. He ain't going to let nothing. He ain't going to let y'all fail. No, he Because there's no failure in him. God could do anything but fail. And so, let's talk, we're going to start wrapping it up, but let's talk about differences between real relationship and man, a man-made relationship. If it's a real God relationship and a man relationship, or a man-made relationship. In real relationships, there's trust. There's always trust. Like, for example... I don't have. I don't go looking through your phone. True. You don't go looking through my phone. I don't even have a desire to do that. Because of the lifestyle that I live, the way you love me, the uh, you pay attention to me. I know your patterns and things like that. I'm doing everything in my power and everything I'm supposed to be to to do. Everything I'm supposed to do to satisfy you as your wife. I don't have. I'm not looking to say. Well, I wonder why who you talking to. And when those thoughts come to my head, I immediately diss it. You know, I resist it. Huh? Rebuke. Yeah, you gotta rebuke it. So in a in a relationship that's man made, there's no trust. Right. You because you that? live from your own yeah. You put your own uh, faith into that. But when it comes down to uh with, with man-made stuff compared to the relationship which you just explained mm-hmm. man-made is more cultural when you listen to a lot of your friends or you paying attention to other people in your surroundings mm-hmm. or social media uh, social you look media at social media now, and see people relationships yeah. and, and you want that type yeah. of relationship but you don't even know uh, what, what the shows is the uh, Real, Real House, Housewives and all these like different that, uh-huh. you know, they get reality they their mind and they 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 pretending to be these type of people, you know, women and men mm-hmm. also. You know, it's it's just that's just not the way we should go. Mm-mm. You know, we just need to stay according to what the book says mm-hmm. and go that route. 
Yeah. We can't let we can't let the world dictate how we gonna live our life. Mm-hmm. And, and if you if you if you are um, finding yourself in the same type of relationship all the time, mm-hmm. like as soon as your relationship don't work out, you go into another relationship. Within two to three months, mm-hmm. everything like it's good. But about the six month, look like y'all ain't even together no more. Like I, I'll see some people and they be with one person, and then six months from now, I mean they be talking marriage and everything, and then you turn around and be like, well, I thought they was getting married. They ain't even together no more. Yeah. And that's because you you not the relationship is not real a real relationship. The only thing they have in mind was I mean they have in common is they want to get married. Oh, the only then thing they have that, in common is self satisfaction. Yeah, it's all about self. And, and and it's more like a competition type thing mm-hmm. when they come down to marriage. Everybody marriage got to be bigger than the next one for wedding. Oh, they wedding and all that oh, stuff. It's, it's you have all the people with them right. big old weddings and right. marriage don't last a year. At all. Um, in, in, in real relationships, like we just said, you have to have trust. Balance. And I don't balance. It's, it's right. I don't want you to be... Um, I want you to always, I tell you this a lot, I want you to always want to come home. Right. And, and, and that real relationships, it take work. It take work. I don't want to you to ever get to the point where you don't want to come home. Or you ever notice, like, I, 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 we use the plant jobs a lot uh, to the audience who don't live around us, who don't live in South Louisiana or whatever. A lot of men there have plant jobs. Right. And so... What I notice sometimes that you when when men have been working twelve hours a day and they knock off from work and they don't even go home, they just oh, yeah. hang out with their boys, or they'll go have a beer and all that, or they'll be it'd be hours before they go home. Yeah. They, I always doing say that to when they walk in the house, all they gotta do is take a take shower, the shower and go to bed. Go to bed. Then something's because wrong with that. Wanna, they don't want to deal with the it because when they get home, they got to hear this. Nay. Nay. Why? Yeah. I need uh-huh. this. I need that. Why you ain't do this? Why you ain't do that? I mean, I hear this in the shop from mm-hmm. men right now. And they be wanna know what, what what you need to do. I ain't gonna you say know? that sometimes I don't wanna ask you why you did this or babe, why you ain't do it this way mm-hmm. or whatever, but as your wife, I have to respect your decisions because yeah. I'm 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 believing that whatever decisions you're making on a daily basis and when it comes to our life you're doing it that we prosper so I got to trust you right. you know and I got to make you feel like man if don't nobody else got me or when all else fail my wife trusts me that's where I should be able to run hmm? that's where I should run that's my pillow mm, that's good y'all you hear that your wife is your pillow yeah. So I mean, like like me, I I be anxious and be ready to go home. Mm-hmm. You, know, <laughs> you be ready to see your wife. Now, man, you got time, man. My wife just called me. I gotta go home. <laughs> 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 That'd be my excuse to go. But, yeah, and but, then when you come home, it's so funny because you know anybody who knows you outside of our house, they you the jokester or whatever. You just be acting messy. Mm-hmm. Uh, You'll come home, and I'm so excited you come home, but you 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 always be looking like you ain't excited to be home. <laughs> but you just told on yourself. Yeah. 
And that's how I always wanted to be in this marriage, that we always want to see each other. Now, we do have, you have your your section of the house, and I have mine. I like to go to my office. You don't like to watch TV, I go to my office, I watch TV. And, and that's good. You, you respect that. Because remember, at first, it, we used to wake up 2 or 3 in the morning. Babe, why you got to be fussing? Mm-hmm. And I got to go to work Yeah. Why you got the TV on? Why you got the light on? Well, I know you don't like that. Mm-hmm. Back, we got to pick up from here. This this is so good. Uh, this is the second part of the episode. Uh, I don't even know where we cut off, but um, let's go. Let's go back a little bit. So we 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 know that we supposed to always want to be together. Right. Let's say that, um, and that take work. Let's say this: relationships take work. A real relationship take work. In a real relationship, you will have moments where you don't get along. Come on, let's keep it so real and help people. Yeah, we come from two different households. Like we say about common sense all the time, baby. We were just discussing this in the truck on the way up there. Mm-hmm. Like when we was talking about how you wash dishes or how I wash dishes. Where you come from, you wash dishes maybe with the glasses first. Mm-hmm. I probably do the spoons first. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, when you're younger, uh, and I'm going to use my, my uh, first wife, for example. Like she, she didn't wash the dishes like I washed the dishes. And we had a whole heated argument about it. You know what I'm saying? About how to wash dishes? About how to wash dishes. Like, oh, no, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to just being bullheaded or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Or it's just because, you, you, you like, we, we, we already discussed that. Mm-hmm. You went in marriage for the wrong thing. Yeah. And then you thinking in your marriage, well, she's supposed to do whatever I want. And this but, the way I want the dishes washed, and that's how it goes. That's yeah. where, that's where. But we always say common sense like everybody's supposed to be on the same level. No, it's not common sense. Common sense only works for your household. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like how I was taught is totally different from how you was taught. And that's the same thing with relationship. But when you bring those two together, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And in a, listen, I'm mean going to cut you off, but in a real man. relationship, trying to get somebody to do things exactly how you do it, mm-hmm. that's not that's not even healthy. That's not even no. cool. And let me tell you why. You don't get in a relationship to marry yourself. You know what I'm saying? Well, opposite attracts. Mm-hmm. You don't get in a relationship. It's supposed to be two different people coming together and creating a beautiful thing. And marriage is a beautiful thing. But you're not supposed to be trying to change that person. Like we said earlier when we started. You don't change a person. Y'all cultivate whatever the two things that you guys are and the things that you you realize that you come in each other and you... um, you cultivate that in your marriage. You take care of that. You you uh, feed that, and you nourish that. Yeah. You know, and you and the bad things are gonna come in every once in a while. Those is like the weeds in your garden. Can we use that like the weeds in the tears? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you don't tear tear the tears out Mm-mm. while the weeds are growing. You let them. Grow you up let together. it all grow up together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you let God fix yeah, all that God. stuff. He's going to do the separation. He's going to separate. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I wanted to talk about. Just talking about. In real. Oh, in your real. Well, we said that. Like, 
in a relationship, it should be growth. Mm. You're going to change is inevitable, but you should be able to like to, to grow together. Like right now we've been together. How many years we've been married? Nine, almost. Well, in the next eight years, we shouldn't be on the same level. We shouldn't be on the same level spiritually, mentally, or nothing. Nothing. And even as our physical bodies change, we should be changing for the better. You know what I'm saying? We should want to look our best, feel our best, not just for each other, but for ourselves. What makes me feel good is me taking care of myself. Because I want I, I watch you watch me. And I like that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, I see him checking me out. I want you to always be like that. Oh, I watch and I hear, I listen to a lot of things that you might say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this. Or, or sometimes you'll be like, I want this and I want this. And I just show up with it. Right. You're like, be why and, you brought this? But it's not always, it hasn't always been like that. So that's how I know there's growth in our relationship and you want things to change mm-hmm. be, uh, for the better. Because it started to... Really, like I don't know. I don't know how it makes you feel if I'm if my feelings hurt. But like I'll tell you what I want, and then you'll be like, "Oh, I don't want to hear that," or brush it off. That breaks me. And I know that that's not what you wanted to do. You didn't want to hurt my feelings. But what I what, what growth I see in our relationship, and I hope it helps somebody else, is you know now the things that I like. You might not care about birthdays. Right. But you know that that's something that I like. Right. So for you to say, hey, it's time for us to start going places. I want to do this for you for your birthday. You set up everything. And I'm a, you know, and we did it together. Right. Do you, like, you want to do this? You want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. And it happened. You don't even know how that blessed me, how that made me want to give more of myself to you in every way. Right. Because you did something out of the norm. And, and, and I know that God's going to elevate us based upon things that you have done and changing and giving up, you know, giving up a second job is very, um, for you being the breadwinner and taking care of me and, and taking care of all your children and just being that person who, you know, your business man, you got so many hats and you do so many things for you to give up one thing, which is, which helps you float your boat, which helps you to flourish all your, you know, keep everything going that I know that you totally trust in God. And God's getting ready to elevate you in such a way. And me as your wife, and, and and I hope that somebody's listening, we as women should want to be your support system and help. You know, be your we supposed to be your biggest cheerleader. Yeah. The wife is supposed to be the husband's biggest cheerleader. And that's how you you love in a relationship. That's how you build a good life with each other. And that's how your relationship is real when you are able to support whatever decision somebody makes like I said hey Baylor you I, th- I think we ought to move to Houston it's like what no I got this going on and that going on but then I said well what if it you know it comes to something happens in my career you said now that's something different see and that that in itself made me say dang he would even 
he would consider it if it was if it was a major move that I had to make. If it had something to do with my career, you ready to make a move. But just to say, hey, let's go see what's going over there. <laughs> let's go pick up everything that we're doing right now in Louisiana and take it to Houston that without even thinking, without even planning. That doesn't even make sense. You know, so in relationship, you have to support each other's decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that goes on into your relationship. And, and you might look at it as it's just for you, but it's not for you. The things you go through, it, it can help. Don't be afraid to, to share what you're going through with someone, like your coworker or another person, because those things help them. Mm-hmm. In their relationship. Or like what we're doing right now, just talking oh, yeah. about our relationship. I know it's helping somebody else. And, and you know I'm not the, the talkative type person. No. You've been trying to get me on this live or your Facebook podcast. podcast thing. You don't go live. You so. will not. You, <laughs> but I'm going to get you on Facebook live one day. But Because uh, I think that the things we talk about will help other people. And and, and I believe that. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of guys in the shop and and men are not all bad women. I just want y'all to know that. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. they basically want what you want. Mm-hmm. And and the most important thing that I hear in the shop a lot is they just want peace. They don't want the, the nag and, and the stuff. You don't know what a, a man got to go through. Well, not not to be on the, the biased part. Mm-hmm. Colored men just... I mean, we, we go through enough every day. I mean, just, just going to work, dealing with other people and dealing with your boss and and stuff like that. And for the come home and got to hear all kind of tension for this. And yeah, we got to be father. Yeah, we got to be this. We know that. But, you know, let us, let us wind down a little, you know, serve us, do what you got to do as a help me. To get us there, you know, help me get there, mm-hmm. and then then we could talk. Now you know, I, I agree with what you're saying now, mm-hmm. but you got some men, you want peace, and your what you what you want is your wife to be quiet and don't say anything, and you out there doing whatever you're doing. Now I ain't just, I'm I, mm-hmm. you're talking from a. A, a, a perspective, point. a man's point of view, mm-hmm. but you talking about a man who go to work, he not out there in the streets, he not disrespecting his wife, he treats her as equal, um, things like that. Yeah, that's good. He deserves peace. Yeah. But men who come home, their wife done worked all day, but they expect the wife to still be True. cooking the food, uh, bathing the kids. Um, she can't go to finish school because she got to make sure that everything you need is taken care of. She can't inconvenience you in no kind of way. That And that man, he want peace. He he is peaceful for him when he walking around, you know, in a relationship. It's what I say. I'm the man of the house. Make sure my food cooked. I want this. I want that's wrong. That's not that's not a real relationship. That's like a one-sided relationship. So yes, men do want peace, but they gotta be willing to give peace in order to receive it. Right? Because you got some of them men wanna do what they wanna do well, and want their wife not to say nothing. And they got to understand, respect her too. I mean, because she she probably work a full-time job. 
and come home and she got the kids to worry about mm-hmm. school. But we should do it together. You know, it's a, it's, it could be a together thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just or just play your role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She might be helping the kids with the homework. You mm-hmm. could go finish cooking. Mm-hmm. And the dishes I saw might that one need day. washing or the clothes might need mm-hmm. washing whatever else. I, mean. I, I saw that on uh, social media one day. I saw that on Instagram. The man was like, yeah, I work this many hours a day and my wife too, but there's nothing wrong with me coming and cooking. Right. It don't matter that I worked all day mm-hmm. and I still got to come home and cook for her because she's going to do, you know, she's going to do things for me. And so in a relationship, you want to make sure both people have peace. Yeah. 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 Like sometimes I could come home standing up 12 and 14 hours and still come home and ask you what you want to eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just come home and just start cleaning up or mm-hmm. putting clothes to wash or folding your clothes. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what gives me peace is that you have peace. Mm-hmm. If you say, hey, that's all I want, then that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Even like when the, when the kids were staying there. Look, don't, uh, you know, don't do this or don't do that or get everything you're doing out of the way so that when Terrence come home, right. his home is clean, his home is, you know, in, in the right order, that noise and stuff coming down. Because I know when you come home, you have been okay. with all that all day. So when you come to your home, you want your home to be a home of peace. Right. That's why I say, okay, instead of me, when he come in the house and the TV going, it's sky high, I got this going on, that going on, I, I have an office for a reason. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, make, I know when you call me at work, hey, what time you going to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I always do that. That's my heads up. Like, I, I, I will. I will say, when are you time? coming home? <laughs> because I want to make sure I've gotten out of the way. Right. I could devote my time to you. Mm-hmm. If I'm cooking for you or whatever, I'm going to serve you or whatever. Right. And, and, you know, that's how we, we keep our relationship alive. It's a, a teamwork. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you know what I think? I, I don't know how. I know people, a lot of people think we have this great, cool relationship. Mm-hmm. But I think some people think we have a boring relationship because they don't know what goes on. I remember one time, I think it was sister. Somebody said, yeah, because y'all boring or whatever. But they don't know we're not boring. Mm-hmm. What, what helps and keeps our relationship I did. When we first got together, I used to have a problem when I started telling my girlfriend about something you doing. Right. And I'm ready to leave because he doing this and that and the other. And I'm not, I done been through all that. I'm not going through all that again. I don't have that mindset no more. Yeah. And another thing I don't do, I don't have time to be telling nobody else about what's going on wrong in our relationship. And I ain't going to be bragging about all the right things either. Because you got too many people out there jealous of you. Back doing. Mm-hmm. You know, hmm. Okay. Like you think them ladies don't be checking checking out your relationship and be seeing if they could try to talk to you? No. Does somebody be trying to talk to you, babe? No. Oh, all right. Don't let, don't let my claws coming out. <laughs> yeah, I just want we this this is 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 this is so good. This is what I wanted. You know, I always a lot of times I'm on Facebook and I'll be talking about you and nobody get to hear. You and I have conversations. Same thing at my shop. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say my wife and this and that. You know, you be asking me, baby, do you ever think about me? Mm-hmm. So you want me to call my clients? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I know I have the shop inside of your your business. Right. But, and I don't be there a lot. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't, I, I, I enjoy being around you. 
but I don't want to be around you all the time. You have to have your space. And so do I. So when we come together, we excited about seeing each other. And and that's after nine years. It's just like amazing how after nine years of marriage, I still want to see you. I still can't wait to see you. I haven't thought about you. Or if I'm, it, what I like is if I'm at work and I'm thinking about you, I might give a text you and popped up and said, "You hope my day going well," or you'll say something sweet to me. That, those are the things. Yeah, but those are the things that you you used to do when we was dating. And, and that's how he goes. Another thing you might want to write down, people of God, when uh, whatever you did to get that person is what you got to do to keep them. And y'all elevate together. But, you know, if you send a little sweet note or something to that person, I mean, why stop doing it after you get married? And I know life tends to distract you, you know, work start, you start getting um, sidetracked with things y'all plan to do. Cause remember, we had this discussion, mm-hmm. like why we don't go this place or why we don't do this, you know, because we, we, we had a plan, okay. And it, and with me, I like to, when I start something, I like to finish. Mm-hmm. I don't want nothing to be in between and I could have said, oh, if I would have had this, I could have been got this out the way. Mm-hmm. But then something else come up. Yeah. So, you, you just got to have those things and, and put those things in perspective as far as where you want to go. In how life. you want to do things. Yeah. You know, but more, but more importantly, to be on one accord. Mm-hmm. You know. And we, like we said before, God is first. And that's the first thing. That's the foundation. Like, every good relationship to me has to be built on your relationship with God. Yeah. We, like me and you, we could we could sit and talk about the word all day. Oh yeah. We, oh, like when we come when we have our Bible study, just our private Bible study, right. just us two, we really enjoy it. Oh yeah. Remember, Feeding off of each other. And, like the night we was, I think I had them work. It was it was Thanksgiving, I think. Mm-hmm. And I came home, and I think it was like a, a Friday or a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we just sat at the table. I'm talking about sat at the table. We had them called to listen. We were on yeah. Almost. Three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in the you, word. Yeah. That that when you love the Lord, mm. it don't matter what you're doing on your in your life, you still gonna um find a way to always bring him in the conversation. Find a way to always keep him in your, your relationship. You know. And see a lot of people be saying, Oh, it don't take all that. That's all they talk about, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. No, it take that and more. Yeah, he the center. That's why it can, it can grow. If God in it, ain't no fail, you're going to be in it. Yeah. I'm not saying you ain't going to have those times where you don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. But, like, that shouldn't last long. Like, you shouldn't be walking around your house for five days and ain't nobody talking to each other because y'all mad about something petty. Yeah. You got to learn how to start uh, alleviate, alleviating the uh, the stress off of each other and then try your best to not have uh, heated fellowship to the point y'all ain't, y'all walking around not talking to each other. Right. You know, it shouldn't be like that because when you, you know what I can say this, when you don't be talking, the enemy gonna start talking. Mm-hmm. Just like the serpent was talking to Eve. Yeah. No, no. Yep, no. Uh, 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 
Had him over there working or whatever he was doing. Why was that crack in the door? Mm-hmm. That's what the enemy looking for. Looking for an opportunity to come in. And you know what it start with? Uh, especially with women. Getting on the phone and telling somebody whether it's oh, a female or a male. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring it to social media. Oh, he mm-hmm. did this and he did that. And we never say what we did. Like we never, what what I've learned in, in these nine years, you got to choose your battles. Yeah. You got to choose your battles. Some stuff ain't even worth arguing about. It's not. And you got to always be able to agree, even when you disagree. Ag- agree to disagree. Yeah. Like you ain't going to always see things eye to eye. But you should always have, the, your love should be the common ground, Right. Yeah. The common denominator be that 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 thing that you never um sacrifice is that. Even though love, I mean marriage is a sacrifice, your love shouldn't have to be. That's right. Well, I want to thank you for um taking this time out and um speaking on love and life and relationships. I want to do a, uh, something with this podcast that's different. If if anybody have any questions, they can message me or message us, and uh, or we'll come back on Facebook one day and just uh, sit there and do a question and answer type thing. Because all we want to do is help somebody at the end of the day. Yeah, maybe we could do a, a, a one-day live question. And yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. like do it on Facebook. So we want to thank you. I want to thank you for joining me and coming on and taking time out to uh, just express things about love, life, and relationship. And before I go, I always pray. Uh, Father God, we just come in the name of Jesus, just thanking you, Lord God, for another opportunity to to just to just breathe life into somebody else. I pray that anything that we've talked about, if it's one thing that helps somebody, Lord God. I just thank you. You get the glory for it. And we you, you get the honor, and we just say thank you. And we ask that you continue, Lord God, to progress us in the things that you will have us to do in the world to, in, and in the kingdom. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in and just look forward to another episode of Break Fast. And this was just breaking fast today in relationships. Just you know, break out of the norm, whatever is, whatever is going wrong in your relationship, break away from it and do it fast. <laughs> do it fast to save your relationship. And the only thing that's going to help your relationship grow is putting God first and each other first. Sacrifice. Yes, sacrifice. And see you guys later. Thank you.